old people. <laughs> so, this is your host, Marquise. I'm back at you again with my main man, my main co-host, Anthony. Anthony, say to the people. Hola. Um, hey, Anthony, are you Puerto Rican by any chance? Anyway, oh um, <laughs> we'll tell you about that later. So, <laughs> hey, guys, um, we're coming in today. This is February 1st. Um, and funny enough, we so we had a show playing out. Um, we're going to talk about like basically the Niners and we're going to talk about the championship game and the Bengals and Casey and stuff like that. And then sports happen. So, uh, <laughs> if you're listening to this, I'm sure, you know, by now, um, Tom Brady, uh, Anthony's favorite player ever, uh, retired. Um, the news about Brian Flores came out, um, and his legal situation on top of, you know, it being, you know, the, the Super Bowl's in two weeks. Um, so it's a lot of information. We're not going to try to jam all that into one episode. Um, what we're going to do is we're going to have an episode where we talk about Brady. It's not going to be this episode. Um, obviously, there are you know a, a million things to say about him, and we want to be able to just give that situation and that, I hate to say it, person, um, I'm a little bit of a hater, the time and respect it deserves. So we're going to touch, we're going to touch on that a little bit later. But for this episode... Um, we're going to talk about uh, the Brian Flores lawsuit uh, at the top right here um, after you get done hearing me talking. And then we're going to actually get into the championship weekend, but in a different way. You know, we're the close second podcast. So we're going to talk about the losers. We're going to talk about the people that came in like quite literally a close second, um, that being the 49ers and KC. So with that, Anthony, when you first saw the news about Brian Flores and his lawsuit against the NFL, what were your initial thoughts? Uh, I mean, that, that makes sense. Um, <laughs> this was almost bound to happen. Um, it kind of happened previously, right, um, with someone else, I, I think, or, or was going to happen. Um, so this isn't surprising, but it is discouraging and disheartening, you know? Yeah. Uh, He's uh he's taking a risk. He is taking a risk, and he was, he even said in the you know in the lawsuit like you know I, I might yeah, I understand that this jeopardizes the thing that you know I love, but so we we have the Rooney Rule, and um just for you know any listeners that may not be um, familiar with that rule, essentially the rule was, the rule was, the rule was created, and it said that um if the NFL team is hiring a new head coach or new coaching like that, that they have to at least interview, not hire, but interview a minority coach. Um, it's all the rule says, right? And, and, and so teams do follow the rule. Everyone follows the rule. The problem is that is the rule actually effective? You know, the thinking behind the rule is like, well, it's just like a percentage game. So if you're not interviewing um, minority coaches, then obviously you're not hiring them. So if you require teams to at least interview, then out of those interviews, you know, some are going to get hired. Um, and you, you've, seen, you've seen coaches, if you look at the graphs, it's, it's honestly gone up and down. The issue is, is teams kind of already know who they want to hire. Um, in this case, the New York Giants already you know, had their guy picked out. However, as the case with a lot of coaches is they're, they're interviewing minority coaches um, as a formality. And that kind of is a, not is, I mean, not kind of, but it's a slap in the face. 
Um, and, you know, like Anthony said, he's taking a gigantic risk by doing this. Um, Anthony, what do you think the outcome of this will be? Uh, with the NFL, the outcome will probably just be middle of the road, yep. kind of like everything else that they kind of ever do. <laughs> um, any stances that they ever take, um, they're they're not they're not gonna take like a strong stance. They're not they're probably not gonna be in agreement. They're gonna launch their own investigation into themselves, uh, which, which is, is always funny. Yeah, um, and so. The outcome that I expect for this is more of the same, and 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 that is kind of disheartening. I I will I, I do want to say this real quick. Um, so you know I was thinking about this today. Um, and I saw like like Flores even said it. You know I love football, right? And and I and I felt that same thing. Like I I genuinely love the sport. Um, I I, I love watching it. However, um we you still have to be critical of it you still have to be able to you know if you if you if you love the sport i want the best players to play i want the best coaches to coach and it it never made sense to me as to why you would essentially limit your talent pool you know um that that just it, 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 you you time and time again um more the more diverse your company is the more the more mind you have in in your in your business the more different perspectives you have in your business the more successful you'll be and and football is the same it's it's, it's the same thing you know um and if you look at the you, you look at some of the instances outlined in the lawsuit and you know like you said nobody's surprised by this you've seen um i've seen many journalists today say hey yeah i have you know, many, many, many black and minority coaches messaging me with the, you know, the same sentiment say, saying that, like, you know, but you, you risk, you know, you risk your livelihood, you know, cause yeah, you might not be a head coach, but if you sue, you might not be an assistant coach. You might not be like, that could be it for you. And I, I commend Brian Flores. I hope, you know, I really hope for the best. I hope that this brings true change. Um, uh, no, no, realistically, I, I hope that there's true change as well. You know what I mean? I, yeah, I, yeah. I it's not that I want there to be middle of the road. Oh yeah, no, I understand. You know, it's just mm -hmm. with the NFL, um, I just don't ever, I don't ever expect much. I, you know, yeah, they're gonna take half measures with most of the things that they do. They're, they're right in racism on the side of the helmets on the yeah. field. And um, um, I just want to talk about like the things that he has gone through. Uh, mm -hmm. that he's like bringing up in this lawsuit. Um, the Miami Dolphins team owner, uh, Stephen Ross, offered to pay him a hundred thousand for each loss. Uh, Brian Flores is a better man than probably both of us because we would have been. Oh, I would. Yeah, you know we should punt on second down. <laughs> ah, let's just punt. <laughs> like, yeah, no, he's he is a better man than us. Uh, Ross pressured him into tampering. Um, there's new reports that the person he tried to get him to tamper with was Tom Brady before he was a free agent. Um, Belichick texted him congratulating him on the uh, New York Giants head coaching job and when he actually meant the text because Brian Flores used to be a, an assistant coach for the New England Patriots mm. he actually meant to text Brian Dayball or Dabble Dayball I don't, I don't know but who also used to be 
an assistant coach for the New England Patriots. And this was before uh, before Brian Flores even got an interview. Like, he mm-hmm. hadn't even conducted his interview yet, and they had already decided on the person. Um, so, yeah, and there's a, there's some there's more stuff you guys can find out there, uh, screenshots of the, the texts with uh, with Bill Belichick, so. The the Bill Belichick thing um, is, like, so that, I mean, again, if Bill Belichick knows, then that means other people know. I will say one thing that we often remind it that some of these coaches are really old, and Bill Belichick, just like my grandparents, sometimes uh, gets confused with the texting. Um, <laughs> just a little bit confused. Hey, Grandma, thanks for listening. Um, but, yeah, no, and it is, you know, again, going back to the, the hundred thousand dollars per loss that to me man and 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 again i don't want to be cynical and and hopefully this is an outlier but man it makes you wonder you know are other people you know doing the same thing um and i go i i think to i think back to um steve wilkes uh, so Steve Wilkes was a coach for the Panthers. And we, I believe he was our defensive coordinator. He got a head coaching job with Arizona Cardinals who were dog water, were bad. Um, and the team, this, this is Josh Rosen. Like, this is that team. Um, and so they're bad. They get number one overall pick. They get Kyler Murray. And Wilkes promptly gets fired. But Going into it, it was known that they were going to be bad. It was known that they weren't going to be a good team. And one could argue that that team wanted to get the number one overall pick, in which they did. And then you fire the guy that, I mean, what, do you, what did you expect? We Hey, we saw it with the Texans. Um, yeah, with David Cully. Yeah, we saw it with that. And it's like, what do you, he, I mean, he. I guess I guess he won too many games for too many. I, I don't know. It's just one of those things where it's like, you know, what do you expect? You it, it's hard to get a quality job in football, right? If you're a minority coach. And then you get these jobs, you're put into a bad situation, uh, and whether you underperform or overperform or perform as expected, it seems like, you know, either way. These these guys are getting fired, you know. You got Matt Patricia over here that was just chilling in Detroit. For, don't even get me started on Patricia. It's just it's really disheartening. It's something that has always been an issue in in, in football. Um, and you know, all we can say now is is just a you know that it came out today. It's hopefully that some sort of change, whether it be big or small, is enacted in that. Um. He quoted Martin Luther King on the first, like the first page, and I thought that was like from there. I was like, "Oh, this is this is going to be a going to be a ride." So, um, you know, shout out to Brian Flores um, and all the coaches out there that are just you know ch- trying to get their shot. And hopefully, uh, part of the reason why the Denver Broncos sell him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, bring the bring the price down. Uh, AP Diddy owning the Broncos. Brian Flores. Anyway, okay, anyway, I'm sorry. Let me stop. Um, so. Time to move on to our little, little next segment. Um, so championship weekend, we had we we've actually again with actual football, like the actual you know sport that's being played on the field. Uh, we've been pretty spoiled recently, um, and you know you obviously had the divisional round and all those great games, um, and then you moved on to the championship round where uh, we're going to start with the Rams 
uh, it was a home game for the Rams, kind of. There's a lot of Niners fans there versus the Niners. And you know, I don't know if you know this, Anthony, but Sean McVay and Shanahan, um, they actually coached together before, and they're really young. Did you know that? No, I didn't. I didn't know uh, that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Washington, the Washington breaking news commanders. They're going to be the Washington commanders. Uh, yeah, they play for the Washington, or coach for the Washington football Did team. Did you know that Matt LaFleur was also there? Shut up. The coach of the, the, coach of the Packers? Yep, the bearded Ooh. boy himself. Well, that must have been, I mean, the, the, the talent. How and they must be like, what, in their 50s or something? They must be like in their 60s. I don't. Whew. Anyway. That team must have done really well. So well. I mean, it's just like the Power Rangers. Um, Alex and Brittany are really going to enjoy that skit, and I'm happy that we got to do it. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, no. Um, but I will say something that was like genuinely kind of surprising to me the fact that. Um, Sean McVay and the Rams had lost six straight games to the Niners going into this. Um, and so this was not a guarantee by any means. I mean, the best pound for pound player in football, Aaron Donald, was actually not having great games against the Niners as well. And uh, that changed. That changed. And so uh, I had to take you up with the same question. But Anthony, um, you know, the, the one thing that everyone is talking about. Um, or one person is, is Jimmy Garoppolo, Jimmy G, Prince Aladdin himself. Can you, can a team, Team X, win a Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo as your starting quarterback? How, do, do you think you can win a Super Bowl with him? Uh, no, I don't think you can win a Super Bowl with him at all. Um, I think it's kind of proven. You can win a couple games, and he'll get you there. But... When it comes when it comes time for like people to step up, he's just not he's just not one of those guys, you know. He's just you're not that guy, pal. Trust me, you're not that guy. And I and I, and I agree with you. I mean, that Niners roster is there. I, I, was, I was trying to think about this. Is there like a more talented? They, I mean, they're up there with like the likes of like the Rams and like. You know, I'd say probably like the Brown. Like they have a bunch of blue chippers on their on their team, yeah. and the only piece they don't have is a quarterback, right? And I, and I, and I, so I I I do think. So obviously, you know, we you you have like uh, Nick Foles, who who they, you know won the won the Super Bowl with the with the Eagles. But, like, I look at someone like Nick Foles where he's not a great quarterback, but Nick Foles can pull the trigger, and I think Jimmy G is a little bit gun-shy, a little bit. Like, I don't, you know, I don't, he's not pulling the trigger like that, and when the, the going gets tough, when they're blitzing him and he has a run around, that interception, like, it's it's amazing that he doesn't throw more interceptions. You watch him play, and there is about three or four, like, Inter- like almost interceptions a game. Um, yeah, and, so, it's, and it's kind of wild because if you look at some of the things that like reporters and whatnot were talking about, they're mm-hmm. like, actually, this is not that bad for Jimmy G. Like, this mm-hmm. is a kind of average game for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's he'll have a stat line. It'll be something like, um, he'll be like nine of like twenty one. Or like nine of mm, like nineteen, a hundred and twenty yards, and it's either going to be 
zero touchdowns and interception or one touchdown and interception. But it'll just be like, I mean, and the, and the team will have like you know thirty points. Like they'll put up points, but he is very minimum. And and people bring up like winning percentages and stuff like that. And guys, um, winning winning percentages are, are kind of like a team thing. You know, like especially when you have an, an elite defense, you go back to that Green Bay game and that was one of the best defensive performances like ever. Um, they they really locked up the Packers and Aaron Rodgers. You just I mean, I'm all for giving credit where credit's due, but he can't be your guy. Listen, they traded up to they traded up for a reason. You don't trade up to number three overall and draft a quarterback just for funsies. You, you yeah. don't do that. Um, and I think the team, I think the team knew it. Shanahan definitely knew it, but I mean, if you're them, why not, why not run it back with him one more time? Um, Mm. because you have the, you know, you have the future set up and like you mentioned the cap room, like, you know, if I'm not mistaken, they, they do have some plays to make when it comes to cap room for 2023. Yeah. So the number one play is to trade Jimmy G. Like, that's just kind of what needs to be done i think um trey lance is back there and i'm not saying that he's ready but they spent a draft pick a high draft pick on him Mm -hmm. and other draft capital to get there so you got to give him a chance you got to give uh kyle shanahan a chance to make an entire like dedicate an entire offseason to him um so i think the person who will be benefiting from the cap room that the 49ers will have not next year. They could they'll have a lot more cap room if they trade Jimmy's year. Um, but the year after that they'll have ninety one million in cap room. And ninety one million when you have a couple guys still there, I mean they're gonna have to re sign Debo probably. Yeah. They'll have Eric Armstead there. Um, they'll have George Kittle still. Alex Mack will still be under contract, but that's he's getting up there in age. I think he's yeah. like thirty something. Mm-hmm. Um, how, how old is Kittle, by the way? Because in my mind, he is like, is he pushing thirty yet, or is he still in his mid twenties? Uh, well, he's almost at thirty. He's almost okay. at, he's at twenty eight. So, yeah, there's kind of a window there, you know. If, if not this year, when they move Jimmy G, mm-hmm. um, next year, because I think it, the reports came out today that, um, or I think from Jimmy G himself saying that him and the Forty ers are looking for um, yeah, cool. potential like destinations for him. Um, so there's kind of not any love lost there even, you know, they're yeah. trying to work it out, which will probably end up, you know, benefiting the 49ers because um, there's no leverage for any other team to get against them, you know, uh, other than no, they want a quarterback. Off the top of your head, top three destinations for Jimmy G go right now. If you say the Panthers, I'm leaving the chat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Sorry, Jessica Marcus. Um, Texans and the newly anointed commander. I'm gonna go with. I um, you know it's funny enough. You so I was thinking about Washington, and like he's just a younger, he'd just be like a younger Fitzpatrick, right? That's your, I mean, and Ron Rivera. I love I. Mm. <laughs> Shout out to the Puerto Rican goat himself. I'm just I'm trying to like envision it, and well, I mean, okay, they have a really a really really good defense. Um. You have a uh, you have a solid running game, and if um, and if uh, I mean heck, 
given their quarterback situation this year, Jimmy G is an upgrade. Yeah, they got so, the same scary Terry. Yeah. Uh, uh, scary asterisk Terry. Uh, he, he ate us up, man. Oh, my God. That, that game was <laughs> atrocious. Um, and so, uh, yeah, no. So I could I could see it. Uh, Pittsburgh. So I actually kind of like that one. I like that one the most, uh, simply because they. I, I mean, on the previous podcast, you heard me rant and rave about their skill positions. Um, really great skill position. You have uh, an elite running back, good receivers, a good coach. I think that if. Well, man, shout to Big Ben Shade. If Mike Tomlin could coach the refrigerator that was Big Ben and make the playoffs with him, he definitely could coach Jimmy G um, and be just as good as but better than they were with the big refrigerator. Um, So, yeah, no. I think that's like one of the things that the uh, 49ers lacked Mm -hmm. that kind of covered up uh the wound that is Jimmy Garoppolo was that their mm-hmm. running backs got hurt very mm-hmm. early in the season. Mm-hmm. For a good chunk of it they were trying to figure it out and then they were like, oh shoot, Debo can just do anything. Debo so, f- football player. <laughs> OW. Offensive o- weapon. Offensive <laughs> that is one of the coolest things. <laughs> like how do you game plan against the offensive weapon? Like when he just he's just everywhere. Um and then the Texans, I think the Texans would just be him saying, hey, um, cash me out. Um, but hey, if you're a Texan, it's like, yeah, it, it would be like the heist. It would be like uh, Brock. Be like Brock Eisweiler. Um, he's probably somewhere just counting $100. Him or Brock Eisweiler? Oh, uh, him. All right. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, because like, he's so. I saw this, and it's true. You know, his best quality is is like he's a leader. People like him. He actually is like he actually does seem like a good person. And I, and I don't like when we're talking um, about people and stuff. Like I I know we kind of we kind of joke around and hard on people. But I think Jimmy G is a good person. I just don't think he's like an elite talent quarterback. Um, who do you think is better, him or or um, Derek Carr? Uh, oof, probably Derek it- Carr. I got okay. I got one for you. Who's who's better? Him or Carson Wentz? Like could he go to the Colts? So I was actually I was I was I was thinking about that, but I I don't no. So I think they're about the same, right? But I if you're the Colts, I'm not doing that because to me that doesn't if I if I'm the Colts, I would much rather keep Wentz and just upgrade like your uh your your offensive weapons and try to do that than yeah. try to get Jimmy G because I, I think they're about the same like any given day right like there's gonna be games where Carson Wentz looks like a top five quarterback very rare and far between but there are those days yeah, and I would say the same thing about NWA, Jimmy G NWO days. Yeah, there's gonna be there's gonna be you know same thing with Jimmy G where it's like yo this guy is like on it, and then there's gonna be days where it's like he's starting, okay. Um, Luckily, so, the 49ers don't have to deal with this anymore. They they have Trey Lance there, and it'd be yeah. interesting to see if Trey Lance would take that to another uh, conference championship. 
Because I mean, at very least, with Trey Lance, right? He gives you the ability to be mobile. He gives you playmaker. He's a playmaker. He is. Uh, oh man, hot take, hot take, Marquise Clausen, get get the get the record ready. Trey Lance is, you know, he's tracking to be the. He's on the Josh Allen track, right? Okay. He's big, mobile, cannon arm, accuracy lacks there, but I mean, he could he could do it. So maybe maybe he has that aspect to it. Um, you know, and the 49ers have had really great success with uh running quarterbacks in the past. They even made two Super Bowl one time. Happy Black History Month, y'all. Um, so yeah, we'll see how it goes. Um Shanahan. So there's a there is a conversation to be had about Shanahan. And the conversation is that he blows it in the big game. <laughs> I forgot he, you don't like this. <laughs> well, no, I, no, 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 no. For the record, I do not dislike Kyle Shanahan. However, I just think that uh, you, we were so it was funny. Me and Anthony had a conversation uh, off stream, and we were talking about basketball. And he, Anthony was like, "People are in such in a hurry to like." anoint or crown the next person as like the next guy and i agree with that i think with shanahan it's like he's the offensive genius and you know da, 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 which like hear me out there's no better play designer probably like ever than him and i'm of the mindset of it's okay if you're just a really 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 like if you're the best offensive coordinator of all time that's cool you can be that right that's not there's no shame in that and i just think he is He's a, he's a he's okay head coach, but maybe he's not like the you know what you guys are like. Look at his stats and look at Chip Kelly's stats. That's all I'm saying. Just look at them; they're there. You can you can Google. Not that far off. Um. So yeah, no, but I do think Kyle Shanahan is you know an an offensive like r- r- guy, but I do think he uh, in the big game has a tendency to choke. Uh, and some of that's Jimmy G. Games. Some of that could be. Uh, so I don't know if you. So I, I don't know if you remember this. There's a Super Bowl uh, against the Falcons and the Patriots, and and I'm, you're not gonna believe this. The Falcons were up twenty eight to three, and uh, they lost. They lost. Can you believe that? Uh, no, that's kind of unbelievable. How do you? How do they even do that? I mean, I don't. You know, Jones did that. They had the MVP on their team. They had the MVP, and they lost. Matt Ryan was MVP that year. Matt Ryan was MVP that year. Oh my! <laughs> it should have been. It should have been Julio Jones. I'll die on that hill. Should have been Julio Jones. Um, yeah, that's ridiculous. But yes. no, I mean, yeah, but so Kyle, Kyle Shanahan does show up, right? And he shows up against one guy, and that's Sean McVay. <laughs> he does. You know, and he even almost did it again this year, and I think that means a lot to. The ownership team, Jed York. I mean, he he showed up. He showed up in the last game of the season to get them in the playoff. You could argue, one could argue that McVay pulled a Shanahan in the last game of the season because they were up like seventeen points and they lost. Uh, the Rams being that team. Yeah. No. Um. I mean, it's it's just. I think that there's not I'm not saying like there's other candidates out there, but I think that it's better to have this guy in your building than and to not have him in there. Oh yeah, most definitely. Like I'm talking like I'm 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 take all what I'm saying with a grain of salt when it comes to him. I would rather have Kyle Shanahan on his worst day than Matt Rule 
So don't 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 make no mistake. I would I would quite literally jump for joy if we could. I would take Jimmy G if that meant I could get Kyle Shanahan to coach my team. And and and, and I and I I mean that. Yes. Yeah, I, can <laughs> see, I can see Jimmy G in the Steelers jersey, man. Handsome dude in the work in town, all that stuff. Yeah. No, I mean like so um not to get off track, but so me and me and Marcus um friend of the podcast marcus had a conversation about like uh i want and uh we uh, i mentioned like aaron Rodgers and stuff like that and marcus and i've seen the sentiment with Steelers fans is like they want a younger like they want to miss they want to draft a quarterback they want a guy that they could draft and and grow and it be their guy they don't want an older quarterback which jimmy g's not that old um and, and I, I so I wonder. I like it. I like the. I, I like the idea of it. I mean, because again, you he can't be any worse. He he literally cannot be worse than what you had. And I, it's funny enough. Um, you know, so so Trey Lance isn't a sure shot. You know, yeah. But I believe the thinking is that too. Like it can't. Like he can't necessarily be worse. Um, <laughs> you can't. Because I mean, and 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 that's not again. Not saying that Jimmy is like awful and just the worst of the worst. Because Jimmy is. Jimmy is the best of like the average quarterbacks. Yeah. Would you say? You he's know, kind of like, uh, he's the new Andy Dalton almost. He, you know? Yeah, exactly. So he's upgrade. Like Jimmy G is an upgrade from Sam Darnold, but I I don't know if it's is the question is is he that much of an upgrade to justify you know paying him like a long term deal? He's going to get paid. He's going to be a starter somewhere. I mean that it just. There's too many teams that don't have good quarterbacks. Um, it'll definitely be interesting, but I I really do like that Steelers. Um, I, I really do like that Steelers thing. The, the Texans. It the only reason I push back against that is because if I'm them, obviously um, they're probably trying to trade a certain quarterback right now or get rid of him. And I do think that they're not going to be good. They're like that. They're, they're going to be in rebuild mode for the foreseeable future. Um, and I think if you're them, you probably want to get um, like a Bryce young or somebody like that. Next, in next year's draft, um, Jimmy G, I think even with the roster now, like I think Jimmy G probably wins you too many games. Um, and honestly, what's the quarterback they have? David. Uh, Jalen Mills. No. J- no, uh, David Mills. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's actually not bad. Like he's not great, but yeah, I mean, you keep him. Uh, there, there, there could, there could be something. Davis, Davis, there you go. Sorry, Texans. Sorry, all three of you. So I apologize. That, uh, we have, and I think you and I are the only two people within our smaller group of friends that have seen Succession. Uh huh. Um, I think I don't know who made this. You know, comparison maybe it's like Mina Kimes or Jessica Set something. I don't know what's her name. Um, that Kyle Shanahan looks like Kendall Roy from Succession. One hundred percent. If he looks like um, Kendall Roy, which he does, who is Sean McVay? Oh, Sean McVay. You know who he is. He is. You know Kendall's friend that tries to take over the. Spoiler alert. Um. What you, what's the one guy's name? So oh, I know who you're talking about. You know um, I'm talking about. He's that guy. So there's essentially 
like a, a guy that's kind of like a friend of me, like a friend of me of Kim Roy and um Roy right now. It, uh, uh, Stu. Stu. He's he's Stu. That's who he is. So essentially, this character, like they're friends, and Kendall really wants to like stick it to his family, and he really wants to be in charge, and he's supposed to be like this prodigy, um, and it it it, it just doesn't work out. Um, Nick Vey is the guy that's like we're cool, but like I really want I I actually I want to own your company. I, yeah, I want he's, to he's be kind of like a smarmy guy that's like more handsome mm-hmm. almost more interesting it really uh, is <laughs> and is undercutting his friend we go back i can trust you right no sure but on money stuff i can trust you no yeah and that's it i mean he you could tell like uh Stu pays a lot of money for his hair how much do you think uh mcveigh pays for his haircut probably he probably flies out for it Maybe a hundred thou, a hundred, but not for his haircut. Yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> that's how much, that's, how much did Mark Davis pay for his haircut? He paid a couple of hundred, not a hundred thou. That's like, I mean, oof, I oof. All right, I'm trying to find out. Uh, stay with me. We'll, we'll get back to this haircut thing for Mark Davis. I'm gonna figure it out. Uh, <laughs> but so, yeah, no, um. And again, so just to to plug it, we we are going to talk about the Rams and the Bengals, <laughs> Joey Joey Burr, uh, next week. Uh, look in a, in a few more days. Yeah, we're gonna uh, have, we do have like a Super Bowl preview. Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna cover all of that. Um, I do think their relationship is really interesting. I, I heard it, so I was listening to a podcast. Um, and they McVay was on it, and he was just like, "It's so weird." He was like, "Because we we genuinely are friends. It's not just like, oh yeah, I love that guy." He's like, he was like, "No, like we we genuinely are friends." But also, it's a weird dynamic because you can't really like talk to each other about the thing that you have most in common. And you know, there's only 32 head coaches, so it's not like everyone knows what it's like to go through that. Um, and having your, you're going to obviously want to talk to your best friend about it. I know me and my friends talk about work all the time and not being able to do that because, you know, you might, you know, you might have a little bit of, you know, a little bit of something special juice and something might slip out. You can't, you got to be careful. Um, this is a really interesting dynamic to be a fly on the wall with them. Um, and, and, and so while Anthony's looking this up. Oh, I have no idea. I'm thinking. Oh, on a whole different rabbit hole now with me. <laughs> He's in a rabbit but no, it <laughs> but I will say, I will say, uh, to do to do our little connecting the dots thing, there was a world where uh Stafford, Matthew Stafford, ended up on the Niners because the Niners didn't want them and Shanahan was in Cabo. Um also, if I'm not mistaken. Shanahan and McVeigh both interviewed for the Niners job. So that's just it could be a whole nother whole nother thing. Yeah. But um dig that gold. Anthony, are you still uh you still a, a Niners fan? Oh yeah. Um, with Debo there, for sure. Debo is so so fun to watch. Like uh players players like him make the sport just like ah man. Shout out shout out to Debo. Um, but moving on to Kondra Sunday. And in the in the notes, um, I made a really silly joke. And um 
it was like is is Kansas City barbecue? Anthony, have you ever had Kansas City barbecue? Um, no, no. Okay, I haven't had it either, but I'm gonna go ahead and say that North Carolina Q, North Carolina barbecue is better. And Sierra, if you disagree, then uh, fight me. And yeah, I haven't had that other one, but I mean, Carolina barbecue is actually the best. So, and I'm talking to you too, Texas. Um, but with that being said, the big question, Anthony, I'm gonna start off big. Is the Kansas City quote unquote dynasty run, if you will, is it is it done? Is it over? Um it's tough to say. With Pat, can never count him out, but it's almost the same thing with Russ, right? Like to make a comparison between dynasties that we thought would last for a while. Mm-hmm. That last one being the Legion of Boom with um the Seattle Seahawks. We thought that, that those would go on a run they were interrupted by um malcolm butler and uh bill Belichick forcing, forcing Pete carroll to blink and he did and then they were never kind of they were never the same they were never the same like franchise after that and maybe that's kind of what we just saw happen not in this i mean we haven't seen the super bowl yet but in last last year's super bowl with uh with the Bucks and the what's it called? I'm sorry, <laughs> the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. Like the the drumming that the Chiefs got in that game, maybe it was like franchise changing. So I see that point, and I think that point is a solid one. One thing, I, I, so I had this conversation with a friend. This is going to sound so like just weird, but like football is an extremely hard sport to 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 win in, right? Like um in order for just to just like uh, me and a friend were talking about like talent and stuff like that, right? And um it was like, you know, obviously like you want superstar talent, and you you want a bunch of talent on your team, but you all, you also got to have like stay healthy. And obviously health is important in other sports too, but football, you look at the teams at the end most of them are teams that have been like the healthiest throughout the season and things like that. So there's all these variables that go into it. Um, I don't think I, I, so I hesitate to call them a dynasty. I think, uh, but it's chiefs team. Um, I, I, but whatever you want to call them, I don't think they're done. Um, I, you have to keep in mind that like, um, Joe Burrow and Pat are like the same age, which is again kind of weird because Joe Burrow has only been in the league for two years. Really, this is his first um full season. Full, full season. Um and so so beginning of the year, and I, I mentioned this, you know, teams were throwing that too high safety look at Kansas City. And it really got Kansas City into a bunch of trouble, right? Because their offense is predicated into you know big plays downfield uh you got two just i mean ridiculous weapons in tyree hill and um anthony's favorite tight end travis kelsey so you have these guys that obviously you could spread the field and your you know pat can roll out and just throw in bombs and you basically play a defense where it's like yeah you can't do that you have to check down you have to take the underneath and it it really messed with them and everyone you saw all the pieces oh they're done 
and then they figured it out. And if you look at week 10 onward, um, Patrick Mahomes has um, essentially, I think, like every major stat, like against two high safety, he's like the best in the league. So I think EPA, um, yards, percentage, stuff like that. Uh, so they, like, they figured it out, right? And, you know, it might have took them half the season, but again, they, they figured it out. Um, what the Bengals did specifically, though, because if you watch that game, the Bengals specifically came out in that two high safety look, and Pat had like three incompletions and three touchdowns in the first half. They came back with a single high safety look and they blitzed a lot more. And yeah, that, through, right? yeah, yeah. And that really threw them for a loop. Um, and so I, you, you would imagine that, you know, teams are going to look at that and that's what they're going to, that's what they're going to throw at them. It'll be interesting to see how they adjust. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, just, going to five i mean they went to four straight so to so to say next year they'll go to five straight afc championship games it's just kind of wild to me um so yeah i'm kind of like iffy on that but i i don't think they're done i think pat if i had to take a guess I, pat is to me going to win at least two more super bowls i i i i just think they are that good now yeah the question and you're like this how much of this loss do you put on Andy Reid? Uh, a majority of the loss. Um, he turned into Andy Reid of old, you know. Mm-hmm. Like the guy that we've seen at case, you know, at KC, but you know, more infamously in Philadelphia, uh, with the clock management stuff and, um, just like, like, abandoning the run, you know. Mm-hmm. Not even um, having it. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's not like their their backs are bad even. Um, so or or that their O line is even that bad. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like yeah. I mean they're a little sus because uh Cincinnati rushed three and kinda got to Pat a bit. Um, not too much. They didn't get their first sack until the third quarter sometime. Yeah, they only have three sacks. But the thing is, like, their offense is built, like, predicated on timing. And when you disrupt that timing, then, you know, Pat is probably – Pat and Russ are the best at doing those schoolyard, you know, break play breaks down like that. But even still, you can't, you know. I I got a question for you. How much longer do you see Andy Reid there? So, no, um, a while because I don't – I think – So do you think that with Eric Bieniemy? there like do you think that organization passes up on keeping him there because any reason not the youngest guy 63 he's not old i guess yeah woman but um but yeah i mean he's had a he's had some health problems before previously right even at kc mm-hmm. so i mean it's just a thought like if they want to if they want to keep Eric Bieniemy, who probably should be more of a like commodity than the NFL head coaching jo- like process thinks he is, yeah, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I feel no, like- yeah, no, I like I, I um, if you ever hear me get quiet like that when you're talking, like I, I'm actually thinking about it, um, <laughs> but no, so 
I, I, and I like to place this in Muriel game. So obviously Andy Reid got the monkey off his back and won the Super Bowl, right? And I think for him, like, I mean, Andy Reid even before that was a Hall of Fame coach, but um, that really like kind of solidified it and boom, his legacy. Um, and going back to quarterbacks and things like that, you want continuity. You want to have the same OCs and the same quarterback coaches and the same systems in place. Uh, and that just, we've seen time and time again, the best quarterbacks have had that and they're consistently good, you know, for, for years. So I will say this. I think if they win a Super Bowl next year, he, yeah, Andy Reid might, 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 you know, bow out. Or if they like lose two more, if they if they lose another AFC Championship game, he might. I mean, you might talk about him being on the hot seat and getting fired, right? Like, you know, if if they, you know, if you prove that you can consistently make it to the AFC Championship game, or you know, um, you're getting you know to the divisional round, like, I, I think you you look to to you know maybe move on. I I also think Andy Reid, yeah, Andy Reid is a lifer. But at the same time, you said he's sixty three. I mean, is he is he coaching until he's seventy? Yeah, he's had this, he's had the health problems that even as early as like uh, just past season, mm-hmm. he's had stuff going on with his son, you know, and, and the the problems there. So I mean, outside of football, he's got a lot. Yeah, he's got a lot going on. And then, you know, you say that he could be on the hot seat, but uh, you know, look at Mike McCarthy, who. You can kind of compare it to as an offensive guy, has obvious clock time management issues. Um, he won that Super Bowl in what, 2010? Mm-hmm. And he didn't get fired until 2018. Yeah. So it, it buys you it buys you a good it, amount it, of time. It buys you it buys you a good amount of time. Um yeah, it's funny you bring up the clock management thing. That seems to be like the theme of this season, right? Like just coaches and just terrible clock management skills and just doing um you go back to that, that game specifically and like, you know, yeah, hindsight's twenty twenty, but if if you either kick the field goal going into half or just take a shot towards the end zone when you're on the one-yard line and you put some points on the board. Um, no, yeah, uh, I mean, when you, yeah. when you do that, it's not, it's not going to seem like it's a big of a deal. Yeah. <laughs> but... I don't know. Uh, it was it was weird that that showed up so much in the in the playoffs this year. Yeah. So no, I I do think. I, I, listen, at some point, Pat is going to have a different coach. He's going to have a different off- offensive coordinator. Um, I. Oh, okay. I got one for you. Here, here's if we're if we're going if we're going to play like what ifs. All right. So hear me out. Boom. Niners lose again. Right, Niners was again, and it's just like, all right, this ain't gonna work. We got Jimmy G out the paint. We gave you time with Trey Lance, and we get Shanahan out of here. Right? Okay. Shanahan and KC. <laughs> Shanahan with Pat Mahomes. How do you know. feel? I think Pat wants to run that much. I mean, I don't. I mean, but you don't. You don't. I, I think Shanahan. Shanahan I mean, because Shanahan again. Shanahan got Matt Ryan an MVP. And that offense and Matt Ryan ain't running <laughs> nowhere. <laughs> like he ain't running nowhere. Yeah. Um Yeah, that would be some interesting numbers if it put up there. Yeah, um, or or here's my my 
low-key one of my favorite coaches in the league, um, Frank Wright, because he's an offensive guru that doesn't get the respect he deserves. Real quarterback at, guy. Quarterback real, whisperer, sorry. Real quarterback. Real, real quick. You know, you know him and uh, Wentz have the same Bible verse on their phones? Uh, and that's that's the story they tell when they went to – when he, when he, when he said, yeah, he said when he scouted him uh, at uh, North Dakota, North Dakota State – that he looked on Wentz's phone and him and they had the same Bible verse as their like screensaver or something like that. So maybe it's destiny that they lost to the Jaguars and missed the playoffs. Uh, so I don't know. But yeah, no, I, it'd definitely be something to... to oh, so we talking about Andy Reid. How much of a loss did you put on Pat? Um, I mean, I think you put a good amount on him because he wasn't... He was just like gunning he was just like ripping it you know what i mean like mm-hmm. he was trying he could see even with the lead he could see that they were in jeopardy and he was doing just too much even on the scrambles he was doing too much you know losing the football obviously with um with the interceptions you know just sometimes a little too much juice um i think he tries to play that superhero ball a little bit I mean, and when and it's one of those things to where like you see it in basketball when you can't when you have the ability to kind of just go out and you know get a bucket. Sometimes you press and really try and do that, and it's like ah, maybe not, maybe maybe let's slow it down. But you you said something earlier about like the running game. That's why you have to have a good running game to to, to alleviate that. Yeah, and uh, I mean, this is something that is kind of the problem for some quarterbacks, even Josh Allen, where they don't want to like do the like the Tom Brady kind of thing where they're um eating the clock down, you know, four yards, six yards, three yards, seven, two, five, a four yard run. Like they don't really want to do that. They want to go and make that play. And um sometimes that it comes back to kill you and it, it does. And and so there's a thing that teams don't do and it bothers me. Um, get the ball into your best player's hands. The Niners are arguably the best at doing it when it comes to Debo. Here we go talk about this. This is a Debo Love podcast. Um, <laughs> and, but no, true. Like They just find a way to get the ball in his hands, and if that means it's like a little five-yard slant play or you're, he's running out the backfield or what have you, he's getting the ball, and you, you got Tyree kill, right? Let Tyree, like, you know. Let, let him let, let him let him cook why like why not if i'm them i would literally steal one of the plays that you had debo run and run it for run it for tyree um so you said something and when you saw it i didn't respond to it in the chat uh but you were like is pat mahomes the next brit Favre? what do you mean by that lay me out the case all right so um comes in wins very early on, maybe earlier than people thought. Um, I mean, it was apparent that he was an all-timer, kind of, you know, through the middle of that season. Um, the wins early, and then kind of blows a big game, you know? Uh, his performance was kind of very, reminded me of um, Brett Favre of Minnesota, you know? And, you know, that was Brett Favre's last game, and that's why he was playing the way that he was. 
Um, also, there were people literally hunting him in that game. Um, so yeah. that probably had something to do with it too. Um, so he is like a gunslinger, you know? And you live by Patrick Holmes, you you die by him, and that's kind of like the Brett Favreism there as well, where you know, I think anybody would probably say that Favre probably should have won more Super Bowl than just one. Uh, he won two. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Um, we were just children. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, he won one of them against the Pats. So, um. So I see your point. I respectfully disagree a little bit, but I, I, I think, I think the comparison is closer to Rogers potentially than uh, Favre, just because of this, right? While while Favre, I mean, you know, Favre is obviously a gunslinger and stuff like that, but Favre also just threw a ridiculous amount of interceptions, literally the most interceptions ever. That's what he did. Uh, and so I I think Pat Mahomes is, you know, he I, he's a he's a gunslinger and he really he really slangs that thing 15%. Um uh, but at the same time he, he's he's efficient. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and so I I think the way he sees and processes the game is a little bit differently. I I will also say I think it's a tad bit too early to tell. Um and it's funny enough, like um Oh no, I just enjoy the chaos. No, no, I like it. No, I no, I agree. No, <laughs> I, I oh I really wanted him to go to the Super Bowl because I had agendas to push about Aaron Rodgers. Um uh, like um I was I was pushing agendas. Um uh, I do think it's interesting though. And 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 to so to bring things full circle, you know who Pat Mahomes is to me in my mind? Um, he's Kevin Durant. I'm Kevin okay. Durant. Are, and the reason I say that is because, you know, when Kevin Durant is playing, Kevin Durant is arguably the best player, like, on the court, right? Like, you know, we can have debates about, like, you know, LeBron and Giannis, and there's this, but he's he's right in that, like, that that's, that tier, that, like, S tier of best player in the world. And yeah, he's gonna score against anybody. Yeah. He's gonna he's get defend against anybody. Anybody. He's gonna he's gonna any game in which you have him playing, like you're you have a chance to win. Any team, any series, like whatever. Like if he's in, he's I gonna go out there and get you a buck. And, he, and he's gonna do it very efficiently. You know. Um with that being said, you know, he 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 he's he's obviously I mean, people lose. Everyone loses more than they win. Um, it's a that's a, that's a great quote. We should, you know. Anyway, <laughs> um, but no, every, you know, you you lose more than you win. Um, but you're never you never count yourself out with him. And I think that's him. I think Pat is going to rack up MVPs. He's going to rack up Player of the Years. He's going to have really good playoff numbers and stuff like that. Um, you know, he, but I don't I don't know if he is going to you know, when seven, seven. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, and, and so can we, can we do this now? Like, okay. Brady goat seven, like that isn't the, like, that's not the goal 
like that is like that's the exception right so yeah, it's like the, it's like the bill russell thing right yeah ex- that's what it is. yeah exactly like like if guys are not going to hit that and if they don't like like let's say mahomes wins let's say he gets like four total right uh that's really good <laughs> you know <laughs> like that's it's not seven no that, yeah, i agree yeah, <laughs> like you know like that's really good like you know, that's I ask ask me if I would be okay if the Panthers won a, a Super Bowl. Like, yeah, yeah, I would, I would, I I would show my oof, I would show my tail. You know, so yeah, because I they're four because that's also how many rings LeBron has. Yeah, full circle, man, bringing it all full circle. Um, no, I, I, I I agree. Like that, yeah. No one's gonna get seven. I think. Hmm. Like, what do you think the standard is? Probably two. I now, think, like, I think so. To me, three. I think, like, I mean, the standard is just getting one. If you can just get one, I mean, because again, like, it, that's how stupid hard. Like, you, okay, Aaron Rodgers. Let's you talk about it. Aaron Rodgers is one of the most talented quarterbacks to ever play. I'm on the record saying that and until I saw Pat Mahomes, he was the most just pure talent. I'm not saying he's better than Brady. I'm not talking about greatness. I'm not talking about any of that. But just. Throwing the football, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. uh, better than most anybody, okay? He only has one Super Bowl. And we could, you could break it down. You could say this, that, and the third is the reasons why. But you would say if you are, like, the best, that you should win more than one. You have guys that have proven time and time again that, what is it, the MVP hasn't won a Super Bowl since um, Kurt, Kurt Warner did it? You know, it's been, like, over 20 years. Um that's yeah, yeah. Like the MVP of the league, the 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 person who we say is the best player in the league has not won a championship in 20 years. That goes to show how absurdly difficult it is to win in the league. Um, so with that being said, but if you want to go into like that tier of like, you know, just true all-time, like untouchable greats, to me, to me, three is like the standard. Like that is the and then once you get to that. Um, and you, you, you could say, you could say like, okay, like, let's say he has like two Super Bowls, but like four or five MVPs. All right. Okay. I'll let you get in there. All right. You know, and he has, you know, six or seven, you know, um, first team, like all pro. All right. Like you could start nitpicking like that. Um, but I mean, heck Eli has to, and that's nothing against Eli, but Eli has to, you tell me, you, you're telling me that Pat is, uh, not as good as Eli Manning. Sorry, Klausa. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know. Oh my God! No, 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 no. No, I can't make that hill. I can't do that one. <laughs> um. No, right? Yeah, I mean, like, who? What other quarterbacks have won three? Troy Aikman. Troy Aikman. Um. You have. Elway. Uh, uh, Elway has two. LA okay. LA one two. Um see, you, you know, like um Joe Mont Joe Montana. Um you have uh Bradshaw. So you have like I mean yeah, Peyton Manning has two. Peyton Manning has uh, two. We're gonna talk about Bradshaw, this Montana. That's it. That's in that moon Tom Brady. And Troy yeah, Troy Aikman, Bradshaw, Joe Montana, Tom Brady. That's it. And so Steve Young might have three rings, but I don't think he one of those wasn't as a starter, if I'm not mistaken. I think yeah. one I think one of those was on the um 
on that team. I mean, man, whew, you had Steve Young and Joe Montana on this. That's and that's Jimmy G and Trey Lance right now. I mean, it <laughs> it could have been. It it, it could have been. You know, Steve Young was left handed. Wow. Shout out to left handed quarterbacks. Um. So yeah, no, I uh, it, it, it's so cooked or not cooked. Oh, uh, not cooked. But yeah. like, but like, but I I will say this. I will say this. He isn't cooked. However, it could be like one of those like sushi dishes where you don't necessarily have to cook it to eat it. Yeah, well, uh, you, you mean KC, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I mean KC. I, I think that I, I a medium rare. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely like your the stomach is rumbling. You know, <laughs> some stomach. We're we we we're still we're still you know munching on that uh that that bin pack, but uh, it's it's and then you know too because you could say, well, what happens when Tyree goes and stuff like that? What is there? Okay. Uh, we'll lay out this. Um, what is their path to, like, how how do they fix the team? Because we, we we laid it out for the Niners, right? Trade Jimmy Garoppolo is <laughs> essentially what we we kind of came to. Uh, there are all those other, but how if you're Casey, how to how do you get better? What do you need to fix? Yeah, well, how do you Patriots? Like, I guess it's with homegrown talent and. Luck. Um, We're gonna throw the health thing out there because obviously you have to be healthy to win. That's and that yeah. can go for anyone. So that aside, yeah. So it's like you gotta find the gems in those fourth and fifth rounders. That's really, I think, um, probably, and that's something that is gonna be tough for them because they they're losing personnel, right? They're losing personnel. I will say this: light, so light at the end of the tunnel. Um, so obviously. These last two seasons, they're as they should prioritize, like one keeping Pat Mahomes and maximizing and protecting him, right? So that's why they dumped all their cap into their O line, things like that, right? Make sure that he had like you know receivers and whatnot. Um, I'm not gonna lie, I'm, I'm glad Odell is in the Super Bowl with the Rams. It really would have been fun to see him in the Super Bowl. Or not see him in Super Bowl, but see him play with Casey just to see him and Tyree Hill. Like that would have been a interesting combo. But him and Kelsey would have had like dance competitions in the end zone. It would have been like a whole thing. Um, but no, I I do think there's they have to really really double down on their defense as well. You know, all these other guys we're talking about, whether it be the Niners, Rams, um, even even the Bengals, whether it be the Bills and stuff like that. Um, Titans, they all have really solid defenses. And um the defense in KC isn't bad. They have guys on that team, but that defense go look has been cooked. I mean, like we talk about, yeah, you need to be able to put up more points. You know, you have a 23 to uh, 21 to 3 lead. You need to be able to put up more points in the second half, but you also need to be able to like defend. You need to be able to slow them down. Like, um, I think specifically, I think, I'm sorry, go ahead. Um, No, I do think, I do think it would be interesting this, like, if they they found a way to shore up at cornerback, at defensive back specifically, 
because um, yeah, you have the honey badger, but like you know, he got hurt and things like that. Yeah, he he's he's getting that is a position. Sad to say that it it burns very quickly. Um, so cornerback, things like that. Um, that that's all I was gonna say. And then running back, but they have running backs. You just have to utilize them a little bit better. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what the changes there are coming to um, football. If people take like a sort of like a basketball approach to the situation where um, you build a team to beat somebody, right? And so what you do is you build a team to beat this tall quarterback, mm-hmm. you know, to beat Josh Allen, to beat Pat, to beat Herbert. You know, um, I mean, that's what the Bills tried to do. They tried to build a team to literally beat Mahomes. Yeah. Um, they need like Just bigger like linebackers, maybe big, bigger linebackers. So, like, when you know Josh Allen's running at you, you don't, you, you don't fall over. Yeah. You know what I mean, so we'll, we'll see. Um, so yeah, no, guys, uh, we have a lot of content coming out. Um, a lot of things we want to cover in these next couple of weeks. Um, because not only you know do we have the Brady show, um, we got we're doing our Super Bowl previews. Uh, All Star Weekend is coming. Um, I'm currently watching the Phoenix Suns. Uh, they're about they're about to beat the Brooklyn Nets. Um, and Anthony's favorite player, uh, Kyrie Irving. Yeah. I had a mm-hmm. I had a I had a Kyrie Irving take. Ooh, it was so good. It was a, uh, but I, I'll I'll go down that rabbit hole later. I'm gonna get a Devin Booker shirt. If y'all knew how much of a Devin Booker hater this man Anthony was, it is you talk about hill turns. Oh my! I wish I, I still wish we had our old group chat because it. Oh man, it makes me slightly <laughs> slightly angry. But you know, it's um. But yeah, I like the color scheme. You know, what I'm saying the valley. No one would know it's a basketball shirt. I'll be all right. I. This makes me. So speaking of basketball, guys, I saw Lakers play in person this weekend. And um, so uh, just quick thing, DeAndre Jordan should not be in the basketball league. He should not be playing basketball. It made me very angry to watch him play. How do you how do you not have a post move? How do you not have one post move? I don't get it. How, like one. His post move is jump. Uh, you don't have one post move to put to memory to put to memory i mean he is a bona fide scrub um but for real though russell westbrook gives me such emotional confliction uh the man had five points in the first half and i my my text in the group chat was russ is bad and then he scored he scores 30 points in the second half Okay, hits two clutch threes. I mean, I it was one of those things where you're like, no, oh, let's go. Um, and we're down by two points. We have the ball with like seven seconds left. And um, he decides that he's going to win the game and he takes like a tested three point shot and loses it. And I got really, really angry. So, yeah, that was my experience this weekend. Fun fun time, though. Got to have some soup. You ever had soup dumplings, Anthony? No. Oh, my God. They're so good. Uh, if you're in Charlotte, go to the Hawker Mart. Or Haw- Hawker Market. Yeah, go to that. Um, any, anything you want to say in closing, Anthony? Um, stay safe, guys. 
<laughs> yeah, stay, yeah, stay safe. Um, this uh, this thing isn't over. Um, just you know, be be careful out there. We we want you guys to continue listening to us for a very long time to come. And as always, we thank you for listening to us. Uh, we're not going to do a close second of the week because uh, we already did that. You know, the close second of the week are the Niners and the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, that that was uh, that was and a fun NFL. one. And the NFL, oh, <laughs> we might we might be. Uh, we're gonna do a UF UFL um, episode pretty soon. Yeah, NFL pack coming up. Oh my God! Could you <laughs> could you imagine like? Brian Flores just brings it down. Um, He's the new commissioner. Ah man, I can we get Vince McMahon as a commissioner? How can we? Oh, he just out twice. He, he he comes out like in the middle of the game and is like, "Pat, you're out of here." And like Tom Brady's <laughs> the quarterback now. Like that would be that would be so lit. Um, but no, guys, thanks for listening. Stay safe out there. Um, you'll be hearing this in a couple of days. Um, as always. Any any comments, any feedback has been, you know, we we've gotten some really good feedback, um, and I we really do appreciate it. Like even when you guys like just say, hey, I'm li- I listen to the podcast, like it, it it genuinely means so much to us. Like it, it honestly, like not even trying to be sappy, Marquise, but no, it, it's it's great, and uh, thank yeah. you. Yeah, thank you, thank you guys a lot. Uh, reach out to us at uh, at Close Second Pod on Twitter and on Instagram, whichever. Um, find me at Aceboogie Wave on Twitter. Is where can find you at? Uh, MK Wills. Also, guys. So we we changed up something. That smart link. You click on that smart link, and it has all our links. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Spotify. We are on Google. Uh, we are on AIM. Um, so anything Amazon. you want to read, and and anything Amazon, vinyl, vinyl. whatever. Yo, can we do a vinyl? Can we release a how? Do, how do you make a vinyl podcast? The waste of a vinyl podcast. Bro, bro. No, 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 no. I'm not saying. <laughs> okay, hear me out. NFT. All right, let me stop. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Hashtag all in. Go aces, baby.